Welcome to the Particularly Packers podcast. Listen in as Bob Dog travels around the football universe in hopes of understanding the madness that we love about the league, particularly the Green Bay Packers. The journey begins now. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go, baby. What's up, everybody? Bob Dog checking in with you once again. Oh, man, life is good for everybody but Jah here. But I hope life is good for you, your family. Happy holidays once again. Hopefully, whatever you celebrate, happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, what did Christmas, everything, whatever. If you celebrate anything, if you don't celebrate anything, I hope it's happy holidays to you, your family, your loved ones. Let's start with that. Best of health, a lot of injuries we're dealing with on the forefront of the Packer Nation, but they're dealing with it around the league. Oh, man, what a what an interesting week. What an interesting week here, and uh, we're just going to call it Packer Nation at this point. Man, it's been interesting. Jahir Alexander suspended one game for conduct detrimental to the team. We're talking about a true leader, somebody holding this damn thing together, but... uh. There was definitely a coin flip fiasco against the Carolina Panthers, and this has um, <sighs> Matt Lafleur said it best in his response. And I don't, I don't say that he says it best very often, but he said it's never for one thing, and those are in quote. You can quote it. It's never for one thing. So Jahir Alexander is definitely for the fiasco coin flip fiasco he pulled in Carolina, but uh, there's more to it. And this is the same guy that just missed six weeks due to a shoulder injury and was not placed on an IR. Now, they're going to say it's not related to that either. So what the hell is going on? That's the question, man. Everybody's wondering. I mean, we got Matt LaFleur out there. He just tries to beat around the bush. He doesn't confront it. I think he's that type of coach. Um, I'm not going to call him a leader, but I think he's just that type of person. I think that he doesn't confront things when it comes to I've dealt with those type of managers before. I'm sure when the discipline was dealt, I'm sure he wasn't called into LaFleur's office. I'm sure he was called into Goody's office. And Gudekins probably dealt the discipline as Matt LaFleur sat on the sidelines. You can see it in his press conferences. You can see it um, in everything that he does. Hopefully the organization sees it soon. I see that uh, Packer Nation has definitely been um, becoming more visual to the fact that this dude has failed to display any leadership in his resume. Uh, definitely when he jumped aboard, we had Aaron Rodgers. He was a very clean, you know, it was nice and easy to tell you who the leader was of the Green Bay Packers. Everybody would have told you it's Aaron Rodgers. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. We got a leader on the team. You ask who the leader is now, right now, on the Green Bay Packers. Let's talk about the defensive side. Who is the leader? We can go off veteranship and just say Kenny Clark. I love Kenny Clark. Everybody knows he's my San Bernardino dude. He's from my city. Um, love the dude. He's not that. He's not very vocal, especially from being from our city. From the you know from the ghetto, we definitely more hyphy, more of that Jahir Alexander type vibe, but. No, he's more soft-spoken. Uh, Devondre Campbell, same thing. He, he leads by example. He's probably not the loudest in the room from everything that I've heard um, from his, you know, people that sat by him for years and just the dude was just very focused, very dedicated, no ifs, ands, or buts. He'll be there, give you 100%. He's straight by the book. Um, very interesting. And his drama, we can get to that as well. I mean, but, man, 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 he, he missed this practice as well. Um, neck injury. He said that he's not going to play through these injuries. He's definitely just given up on the defense. Uh, I don't mean that in a bad way against you, Devondre Campbell. So I mean it with the utmost respect. I think that our defense has clearly given up on not just Joe Barry, which all of Packer nation, I think at this point is given up on Joe Barry. I don't hear very many people defending him, but you can look at his resume, just like when they hired him, I was, he's an 11th, you know, average, ranked uh, defensive coordinator everywhere he's gone. He's never prevailed. At least when we brought Mike Pettin in, he had, you know, some good history to him. 
Um, Barry didn't even bring that. Uh, that was definitely a friendship thing because they were over there with the Rams together, LaFleur and Barry, so we know exactly why he brought his homie in and we know exactly why he's not getting his homie out. So leadership, it can all come down to leadership. I think that's the whole reason why this whole captain debate was going on. Um, Shahir Alexander, he feels like he's a captain because they don't have a captain. They don't have an alpha. They don't have a leader in the defensive room, especially with Devondre Campbell not playing. I love Walker. I love everything he does, but he's not very vocal, plus his own discipline. You, I don't even know if you want him as a, as a leader in the room at this point. He definitely needs a leader to learn from. Uh, that, that's been clear. He's had a couple ejections for pushing what, a coach, a medical personnel, um, does just some crazy fiasco stuff like, come on, bro, Like somebody needs to grab you aside. Same thing should have been done with Jahir Alexander. If we have a defensive captain over there, somebody with the voice, pull him aside. Yo, bro, what the hell are you doing? Like, you can't, you know what I mean? But we don't even have, have a leader on that front. We don't even have a leader on the offensive front to pull him aside and say that. And that's no discredit to uh, Jordan Love. So before I jump, who is our leader on the offense? Ask yourself. You know what I mean? I think it, at least if we had Mercedes Lewis, we'd have that veteran presence and say, man, Mercedes will grab this bitch even coming off the bench. But Jordan Love, he's trying to develop as a quarterback. We, we don't have him developing as a leader. Um, I think that that's part of the process, but I don't think that uh, his personality um, is not that of a very uh, – Ooh, I, I don't want to call – you know, I don't want to discredit him. We definitely don't have a sample size to, you know, judge him very much, but he, he seems real laid back, real chill, almost on that, you know, Kenny Clark vibe, we'll say like that. I don't think he has the same presence in the locker room that an Aaron Rodgers would have or let's just say a uh, a veteran quarterback, for example. So maybe it's he's young, but it's hard to say that he's young because he's already in his fourth year due to the three years behind Rodgers. But I don't know. I just think there's a lot of homie stuff going on when it comes to the coach walking in the room. I think he was more of a homie. I think now when he walks in the defensive room, I think LaFleur or any of his personnel, I think they're probably viewed as sheep amongst wolves. I mean, because those defensive guys – yeah, I think the mentality on defense, man, there's some dogs. I love defense. I always played defense. I didn't even sit in the offensive rooms. I wasn't even with them. So it was always defense versus offense with us. And those defensive rooms, we don't even we don't even like the offensive room. We're trying to clash on them every game, you know, every practice day. The only day we like them is on game day. You know what I mean? But we'll ride for them any day. Don't get us wrong. But we're defense, baby. Different. Bunch of dogs, man. Matt LaFleur, when I listen to his press conference, it's it's – it's the exact situation that occurred over in the Raiders. Um, the guy that was there, what was it? Was it McDaniels or something? Josh McDaniels, possibly. I don't even know. But that dude, soft man, pillow, pillow soft. You know what I mean? Everybody saw through it. You're talking about the Raiders, man. You can't put that dude over there. They saw right through it. As soon as Antonio Pierce got involved, you just see they know he he was in the game. He's about about it. They already know. Proven soldier. If you, you, he ain't going to ask you to do nothing he's not willing to do, like, that's a dog. Like, you got a dog in there with dogs, that's different. You got a sheep in there trying to lead a whole bunch of wolves, man. And at first, they went with it. All right, you cool. You, you can be with us. But now they're realizing you ain't even part of the pack. That's what's going on in that locker room to my beliefs, man. That's what I see, especially with the Jahir Alexander thing. He said, boy, these are wolves. Boy, we're walking on you. You sheep. You know what I mean? Pissed on them. He pissed on them, fool. That's exactly what he did. Devondre Campbell, same thing with what he's doing. He don't care. You know what I mean? He said, fuck y'all. I'm not, I'm not risking my neck. I'm not putting my neck on the line for you fools. He will for his teammate. He ain't doing it for the coaches. Not if you're going to talk about communication issues, those types of things. 
I understand it, man. They're going against the coaching staff. They've clearly lost this locker room. We've got to fix that. But one-game suspension with uh, playoffs on the line going through all that, it's, it's, it's sad. It's sad. It's confusing. 100% he should be held accountable. Do not get me confused on that one. I, I disagree with what Jahir did. Um, I think that it should definitely be addressed. You have to address it. You're failing if you don't address it. But there's definitely a bigger problem. You know what I mean? It's not just he didn't just go out of his way and do some dumb stuff and then, like, after the press conference, act like, oh, you know, it's nothing. Like, I already, I get it, man. I'm the same. I'm, I'm with you, man. I'm the same type. Like, what, what are they going to do? Like, what you want to do? Like, you already know where I stand about this, and I'm sure that it's very clear. So it just makes me think of Zadarius Smith, the last true leader that we had on the defensive side of the ball, and just the unhappiness that he left with and just – the way that it's gone, you know, um, and it, it's been sad, man. I think that with uh, Aaron Rodgers, a lot of what he said about the front office, as much as I disagreed with what Aaron Rodgers said, you already know you. If you were listening to me back then, I agree with a lot of it. I disagree with some of it, but I agree with a lot that he was saying about the front office and just the way that it happens from Goody down um, and even higher, but especially from Goody down. Oh, it's tough, man. I'm not going to dwell on that. So, uh, Cryptic tweets, man. Cryptic tweets. I wish I wish that the players could just come out and say it and be honest with us. You know what I mean? But that that'll cost them. That'll cost them severely. So, oh man, Lafleur, Lafleur, Lafleur. What are you gonna do, man? This is a big week right here. Flip over, shit. Playoff scenarios. First off, before we jump into that, congratulations, Detroit. That's hard to do. Hard to do. I know we hate them. I know. I know, but we got to give it up to Detroit just because it's been like 30 years, man, since you won a divisional title. So first off, Detroit Lions. I had to clap for him because y'all remind me of Barry Sanders, man. I got his rookie card floating around here somewhere, and it just reminds me of the good old days when I started watching football when they were actually good about down there 30 years ago. So it's just... Tied for first, man, 11-4. and four. Um, Definitely not rooting for them to go anywhere. I would love to face them in the playoffs. I think that would be one of our favorable matchups. Uh, definitely more than the Eagles or the 49ers, even though they both look like trash. And a couple weeks ago, we've looked like trash a lot more weeks. So I'm not – and more recent, especially against Carolina, dude. That was – it was sad, man. It was sad. So playoff scenarios, Green Bay right now is at a 25% chance. If we win, it jumps up to 55. So that that's – Hey, almost control our own destiny. However, step one, we have to win out. We have to beat, you know, in Minnesota, and then we get to go home and play the Bears. Definitely divisional, divisional. I hate how we're playing the divisional backup. Um, not, I don't think the Packers are, but there's a lot of teams that are playing their divisional opponents, like back to, well, back to almost back weeks, like two, two to three weeks apart. And it's a disaster the way the schedules were set up. Um, besides the point, Green Bay's got to win out. Uh, that's all it comes down to with the playoff scenarios. And then step two, the Rams, Seahawks, or the Falcons, two of them must lose one, right? So two of those teams have to lose. So we're, we need some help, but at the same time, we have to win out. That's where it all starts. We've got to win out. Playoffs, always hope we make it to the playoffs. Do I feel like uh, anybody fears the Packers in the playoffs? Absolutely not. Do we have the talent? We're the highest scoring team in the third quarter. We show up, and we have the talent to win. We have the talent to win week in, week out. We lack the leadership. We lack the consistency. We lack the coaching. We lack the schemes uh, required to p- 
put that talent into the optimized positions week in, week out in the playoffs. They will expose you. They catch you with your pants down, to, uh, is the phrase that they'll say. And uh, somebody's going to come along and, hey, man, they're they, they going to get you, man. That's all I know about the playoffs. Playoffs is a whole other level. There needs to be a magic in the air. Unfortunately, it feels like the Packers are disintegrating more than assembling. And at this point in the season, that's the opposite of what you want to do. It's very weird when it comes to these playoffs. Um, reminds me of last year and how quickly people forget. But last year, I think it was Detroit. We went in the very last game of the season. It was Detroit. Last game of the season, went to Detroit. We had to win to get in. Fumbled the ball. You know what I mean? Just fumbled it, dropped it. It was poorly done. Um, we can blame Aaron Rodgers if you want to, but we lost in all three phases. It was, once again, a coaching fiasco, and it is what it is. We got it outcoached. You see what Detroit's doing now. It, all, it was all starting back then, and it was just that momentum was going, and we don't have that type of momentum definitely at this point of the season, and it starts in that locker room. I think if the locker room was clicking, at least everybody in there believed We'd be on the same page. But as the fan base, um, I think we're just voices pretty much. We understand what that locker room's doing. If we don't believe in these guys, they definitely don't believe in these guys. Like, you know what I mean? So it's sad. Uh, they got to put up a Joe Barry weekend, week out. Um, that should cost Matt LaFleur his job. Hopefully, fingers crossed. <sighs> it's a tough one, folks. Y'all know I love it, man. I, lo- I love Packer Nation. I never vote for us to not win, but. I don't see us winning the Super Bowl, folks. I really don't. If you look at look at what Harbaugh's doing over there with the Ravens and what they're doing with Lamar. Oh my goodness, man! I got me thinking a lot the last couple of days. Would I rather have Bryce Young or Jordan Love at this point? And man, you look at Bryce Young and what he was able to accomplish in that end, and then you look at Jordan Love and what he was able to accomplish after sitting behind Aaron Rodgers for all that time and learning the system. And Bryce Young, man, I don't know if he has a promising career in Carolina but you never know he can end up somewhere like McCaffrey and actually make a career out of it (laughs) so never know never know uh let's jump on to this week man this is a big one week 19 uh no week 17 Green Bay Packers are in Minnesota I said week 19 man confusing my shit week 17 Green Bay's in Minnesota Sunday night football that is dope the reason I said 19 is because I have the week nine stats which was Minnesota beat Green Bay in Green Bay 24 to 10 the Packers they were just inconsistent inconsistent and beat in all phases when I say that I mean we put up 10 points we were we were picked apart on special teams even though we have half of our starters on our special teams and we have the highest paid special teams coordinator in the NFL even though we're having a rebuild season a lot of fans like to call it on Twitter I'm not sure how you rebuild when you're paying your ass off for a special teams coordinator who is failing to um produce let's put it that way you know we got our we got our booties handy to us last game you know against uh minnesota and with that being said we are ranked 31st right now just an extra point percentage the only people worse than us is carolina panthers um oddly enough you know the worst team in the league other than that is green bay but that can come down to carlton carlson and uh, i call him carlton just because of the dance man i love that dance but besides the point he kicks like carlton uh sometimes We'll see. Special teams coordinator, highest paid in the league. We're definitely not performing like the highest performing special teams. And we got a lot of starters. We actually lost Eric Stokes for playing special teams, and we're still not producing. There's definitely a problem going on there, too. Should probably fix that while you're at it, LaFleur. You got a lot to do, though. 
yeah, week nine, we were just, we were destroyed. Um, talk about failures. I know Matt LaFleur didn't want to go for it on fourth down with Aaron Rodgers um, at the playoff game. Some people support that. However, LaFleur did want to go for it fourth and five from the 10-yard line. Um, went for it with Jordan Love. We were no good last time against Minnesota. We missed. He also went for it on fourth and 16 from the 21. Decided to go for it with Jordan Love. No good. Jordan Love actually tried to run that ball in on fourth and 16. That was always interesting. He got cracked. He did try to make it. Definitely dedicated his body and uh, probably should have made a better decision. Uh, Learn from that one, definitely. You got to learn from that one. But that was also the same week that Cousins was injured. So heart goes out to him, man. Definitely don't wish injury upon anybody, especially Cousins, man. He's been a trooper. He's earned his way to where he is and... They still have the third-ranked um, passing offense right now. With that being said, Minnesota has announced their starting QB in Nick Mullins. Yeah, right. Nick Mullins has been benched. We're going Jaron Hill, the rookie, is going to start against the Green Bay Packers. I repeat, Jaron Hill, the rookie, has been announced. He'll be playing against Green Bay. <sighs> we got to beat him, man. We got to. This sets us up in another uh, Carolina situation. I mean, Minnesota... I, before I get into it, injuries first. I don't even want to jump into that too far just because first and most importantly, Devondre Campbell still out with a neck injury. I'm going to say that's always serious because it's neck. I grew up with, you know, paraplegics, quadriplegics. I understand neck injuries. That's the most important. Hopefully you get back to health, my brother. And if it's just something against the coaches, I understand that one too. Can't blame me, man. I would hate to play for Barry. It's kind of like, oh, I'm not going to get into the politics side. But, uh, yeah, there's definitely I, I, there's some people I don't want to fight wars for. I understand it. Um, Jahir Alexander, he's suspended, so he won't be with us. Not really an injury, but super um, devastating, to say the least, and will not be playing with us. Christian Watson, he's got the hamstring injury, still has not practiced. I'm, done, I'm not expecting him to, but we'll see what practice looks like on Friday, according to the boss man, Deton of Day. Daytonovan Wicks, I know I'm not saying that right, but rib injury still did not practice. Hopefully he's feeling better, those ribs. Yeah, I put it in the last podcast. I've been hitting the ribs with a helmet. I know the rib injury, that's a catastrophic. Been dropped twice in martial arts, and they were both by body shots, so it is not a joke. Um, When that body gives out, that body gives out. Emmanuel Wilson was full participant with his shoulder injury. That's beautiful. See what that does for uh, Mr. Fred Taylor. no, 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 not Fred Taylor. You see, I tell you, man, my, my memory's all jacked up, man. Jonathan Taylor, right? Damn, get that running back out of there, man. Drop his ass for not getting out of bounds. I remember. I remember two weeks in a row, even if I forget your name, I remember the mistakes. But Emmanuel Wilson has shown flashes. It'll be exciting to see if he can hit the field. No reason why he shouldn't. So I'd like to see him back. Oh, man, that was interesting because he got in a couple of plays after Aaron Jones went out. I think he lasted like two or three plays, maybe the next play, and he went out with a shoulder injury, so that was devastating. Luke Musgrave still with his kidney issue, but he is limited. Not sure if he'll come back. Um, I'm, I would expect him to come back in the playoffs if we make it there, but I'm not sure if he'll show up this week. Elton Jenkins limited with his knee and shoulder injuries. Darnell Savage, he was limited with his shoulder injury. He may make it back. That will be cool. Uh, Jaden Reed. <laughs> limited participant with his toe and chest injury. So that's nice. And TJ Slayton did not participate with a knee foot injury. So Mr. Slayton, hopefully you get it together. That's a big boy moving around. Definitely understand knee and foot issues can set that weight back, man. He'd been playing well too. So hopefully you get it there, especially some of those plays were so close. He just needs to get the ending. 
You get it. You get it, big man. I believe in you. On the Minnesota side, only two real injuries I'm going to cover, which is TJ Hawkinson. My heart goes out to you with the ACL injury out for the rest of the season. Heart goes out to you. Huge, devastating loss at tight end for the Minnesota Vikings. Jordan Addison, ankle injury. He day-to-day did not participate last I checked. Um, I didn't get an update today. I did get an update yesterday, but... Regardless, whether he plays or not, they got Jordan Jefferson, they got Osborne, they have a lot of talent on that side of the ball. If I do expect Addison to play just because of the severity of this game for both teams, it's winner win or go home, essentially. There may statistically be a way to get in, but it's highly unlikely. So it's win or go home. Minnesota's going to show up to play. Um, I think if Nick Mullen was there, they'd have a lot more limitations. Jaron Hall. He's a rookie, man. Let him light it up. You can't limit him, um, especially with their rankings. I'll jump down to their rankings right now. I don't want to get ahead of myself because their running back situation is a disaster in itself. They probably wish they still had Cook, but that's their problem. I wish we would have grabbed him, but he's over there still not performing. I believe where is he at with the Jets now or something? Keys to success for this game, Green Bay, man. Green Bay, come on, baby. We've got to get our ball management. You know, just as long as we take care of ball management, and I say this because we cannot give over. It's basically a turnover battle. But I think on our side, it just comes down to ball management. I say that because we've had such a lack of takeaways on the defensive end. I'm not going to depend on it with Joe Barry, that situation. The lack of faith, the lack of chemistry, the lack of leadership on the defensive side. Um, We're ranked 25th in the league before we lost our superstars due to some, you know, uh, extra BS situations, just just coming down to ball management on the offensive side. Don't give it away. You know what I mean? We can't expect to get the ball, but we're seventh in the league right now with 11 interceptions and five fumbles. Just stay consistent. Don't mess up. You know what I mean? We got Aaron Jones handling a bulk of the load. Aaron, A.J. Dillon with a broken thumb, so that limits his ability to grip the ball. Control that ball. A.J. Dillon in big games, We you already know my feelings about it. Control that damn ball, man. That's that's the biggest thing. Just control the ball on the offense and the special teams. The last time we got eaten up on special teams, just fair catch it. Don't pull nothing stupid. Um, I know we've had some difficulties on the special team side. Coordinator, get that together, Rich. Come on, man. You got to get it together. Congratulations on your whole 40 years married or 30 years married, whatever it is. Congratulations, but we need more out of you, man. Need more out of you. You're taking all the money. You need. We need some. We need you to produce. You're using. You're using our starters on special teams. No reason. <sighs> Ball management. Number two. Minimize penalties. We're 26th in the league. It's a disaster. We can blame it on being young. We can go with that. Uh, there's definitely a lack of leadership and a discipline issue. But we'll just go with being a young team. I guess that goes with it. Um, it's a package deal, folks. Don't don't give Lafleur any. He's a head coach. Let him take the head of the responsibility. That's what it should be. That's the point of that position. And doesn't seem to be occurring on other teams. Um, I understand all the rookie stats, and we're about to break this rookie stats, and we have these rookies, and all those rookies are getting a lot of opportunities. You know, with all these rookie records being broken, we have broken the record for rookie opportunities. So to be breaking these rookie records should be expected. I'm going to be honest, folks. I'm going to be honest. We ain't, we ain't, we're not expecting to lose. We're not laying down. We're expecting to win every year, man. This ain't no rebuilding year. We came in. You drafted Jordan Love, not for no rebuild. You drafted Jordan Love to replace Aaron Rodgers. So if you wanted to rebuild, you should have drafted somebody for Aaron Rodgers when we had him. That's what I feel about that one, especially with Jordan Love not under contract. That's going to be a real sticky situation end of the season, depending on how he, how he performs these next two games. 
oh man, I haven't forgot about my guy. I, I don't have your name on hand, but if I when I sell those Jordan Love cards, I'm still giving you a piece, dog. I haven't forgot about you. I know it's been like two two years now, but I remember. I owe somebody something. So hopefully Jordan Love makes it. I'm selling those Jordan Love cards, and I still owe somebody a portion. I got your name. I got it all saved on my laptop. On the desktop, it's called My Love Promise, and that, that's that's you, dog. All right, uh, and plus I had it on a podcast. I could always go back and revisit it. You know who I'm talking about, man. You know who I'm talking about. Win the line of scrimmage, both sides. And I mean both sides, man. On the offensive side, we have to win the line of scrimmage because there's defense. It's ranked 13th defense, man. They're a very solid defense. They show in week in, week out. They don't have a lot of support on the secondary side, on the back side. They show up everywhere. They have good chemistry. The Vikings are always a strong team, and they play even stronger against us. So we gotta show we gotta win the front. We gotta give Jordan Love time. You give Jordan Love time. I understand Jordan Love's been pretty inconsistent at times, but if you give him the time, he can shine. And Jordan Love will hit the open man most of the time. So I think if we just give Jordan Love time, we stand a chance. Um, it's very possible he spends a lot of this game running around. But our offensive line has done pretty well. Um, where we struggled is on the run, but we'll get into that. Packers are ranked 18th on passing and ranked 18th on rushing offense so we rank a little less on our offense and they do their defense hopefully they don't dominate us we if we put up 30 we win with that being said the packers do have the 23rd ranked defense uh they're not good you know what i mean we have a lot of talent we are loaded man i love our talent i love when jahir alexander stokes i'm not over here disbelieving in them I do think I believe in rust. I believe that, you know, the chemistry could be off. I believe that the scheme could be not the scheme may not benefit their um, prime, their their primary play style, their, their strongest, most beneficial play style may not be benefited by the scheme. I guess I, I put that right. Hopefully it sound all stupid schematic, but I mean, when you got people playing a certain way, they can't play the way that they actually like to play, and they just when they don't have confidence and they don't have that. It, it a lot of that, folks. Fighting's all meant. Uh, a lot of anybody been in the MMA game or even been around fight. A lot of momentum is real. The, you know, the fighting is real. The mind games, the battle's mental, man. When you don't believe in your coaches, it's 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 tough. It is tough. So we gotta we gotta win both sides of the ball, man. Um, Vikings tenth ranked offense. And that's third-ranked passing deep offense, 27th-ranked rushing offense. Third-ranked off- passing offense only comes if you have protection. So that does tell us they're built a lot like us in the offensive line where they're not creating a lot of gaps. But they also don't have a running back, uh, a star running back at this point. I think they run Madison a lot back there. He's hit or miss. I think they also have a rookie back there fighting for position. But ultimately, their running back is uh, – they don't have a lead back even – on Aaron Jones's level and Aaron Jones I, he, he, stellar week last week give it up for that guy man I don't know if I gave it up for him yet but he deserves it coming back taking the reins and doing what he does great performance uh, Packers 17th man like I said 17th overall but we're ranked 18th across both rushing and passing we're just well-rounded that's not even well-rounded when you're ranked 18th and you got Matt LaFleur and all he's supposed to be is the offensive guy I mean we're just dropping the ball. I don't know what to tell you. 
Y'all heard me vocally. If you follow me on Twitter or on social media, you already know my disapproval in this coaching staff. If we do miss the playoffs, we got to get rid of Lafleur's ass, man. And it's not even a bad thing because I think if we do make the playoffs, we don't stand much of a chance of winning the Super Bowl. We'll be out coached along the way. I, I, I promise you that. Uh, Matt Lafleur, I don't think we'll ever win a Super Bowl. I'll be surprised if he ever go, wins a playoff game um, without Aaron Rodgers. However, it's possible. I love the pack. I always root for the pack. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, I, I am a betting man, and when it does come to betting, I will be starting whoever this guy, what is his name, Reed, or whatever the hell, uh, Jaron Hall. I'm going to be running Jaron Hall on one of my fantasy teams, or on my pick six on DraftKings or so. I will be running his ass because I know he's going to get some yards against us. Um, the rookie, he was over there. He spent a lot, you know, some time over there expecting to start behind Cousins. Um, came in, got hurt. I believe he was hurt right away. Dobbs came in. Dobbs worked his magic for a little bit. Well, now Hall gets his chance. So he's he's been over there for some time. He's been expected to be a backup, and now he gets his opportunity. So we'll see what the young man can do. We all know Joe Barry. We know Joe Barry will make him look like a superstar, like he's got potential, like he's the next Brock Purdy. But we'll see, folks. We'll see. Um, interesting situations around the league, man. Really excited to see if 49ers can get any momentum started, if the Eagles can really get some momentum going. I mean, right now, Detroit's got all the damn momentum, and nobody wants to see the Lions going, even though I give them their congratulations because they earned it, man. Dan Quinn, what he's doing over there, well, what's his, it's not Stafford. It's Goff's over there, right? Yep, Stafford's over there with the with the uh, the Rams now, but I always remember him as a Lion as well. Y'all know, man, it's Packer Nation. I love, appreciate each and every one of y'all. I had to cover that, especially the Jahir Alexander situation. Just goes behind what I've been saying for the last year and a half, two years. Y'all been following me. Y'all already know, man. I'm a big Jahir fan. I'm definitely team Jahir. Get rid of Lafleur's ass. Get rid of, uh, what's his name, Joe Barry's ass. Head coach hiring on the job posting put must come with your own defensive coordinator. You know what I mean? I'm not even going to cover defensive coordinator. Get a Harbaugh in the building. Please get somebody with some proven experience. It needs to be a leader. Goody. I don't mind his draft picks. He can draft okay. Some of his trades, as I said, Deshaun Kaiser, his first trade ever for uh, Randall, and Deshaun Kaiser was the worst quarterback in NFL history, statistically statistically going 0-15 and in his NFL career. Maybe you can find a worse one. Let me know. But that was what Goody traded for. Don't forget, however, we made some great draft picks. That's because I still believe in Jahir. I still believe in Eric Stokes. If you don't, we're going to be putting another draft pick into our secondary. We've put so many. I wish I had the stat that I saw the other day, like eight out of the last 11 top draft picks in our secondary of our backfield defense. Oh, man, it's been nasty, nasty, nasty. So player development has not been occurring, and that's an organizational thing. I can't blame LaFleur for that, but I can say that the player player development has not been happening. Um, Jordan Love did look like a rookie this year. He doesn't look like he's been sitting for three years, especially when you saw him go against uh, – Bryce Young, Young this year, it looked like they were both on their rookie season. So no excuses. Got to give it where it got to be. You know what I mean? Jordan Love, hopefully hopefully we can keep him going into next year. I have no issue with it at this point. I don't feel that the one season is a substantial amount of time to really get enough about him. I can say that he's been very inconsistent, but he's hit some he's hit some big star throws. You know what I mean? You got to give him his respect where it's due. He hit um, Kraft. 
He hit Kraft on a, on a route last week, and it was just beautiful, man. So that's why he makes the big-time throws. He's very inconsistent, missed some open throws, real dancey on the feet. I don't know if that's just nervousness that he'll settle down, get that under, you know, get that under control. Sitting on the bench, you're not really going to be able to manage that too much. Uh, game situation is completely different than practice. I played enough football to understand that part, but I didn't make it that far because uh, once I broke my back, I couldn't play anymore. I couldn't play anymore, and I didn't make grades. You know what I mean? I definitely didn't make grades on that point. Plus, I went to San Bernardino High, man. It was it was a, whoo, we didn't go to high school. We went to school high type of, type of thing. You know what I mean? Selling weed to help pay rent and uh, live a whole different life, but that's a whole different podcast. I love, appreciate each and every one of y'all. This is coming from California, straight from San Bernardino. I love, appreciate each and every one of y'all. Hit me with the comments, concerns. I know the hate. I hate the love. Whatever it is, man. I love, appreciate each and every one of y'all, and I'm out. You have been listening to the Particularly Packers podcast. Please follow us on social media and please subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening, and as always, Go Pack Go! Go Pack Go!